Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. Now here's your host, Brad Larson. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us here on the Property Management Mastermind podcast. Be sure to check out our website at propertymanagementmastermind.com, where you will find all of our episodes, products, and services to review to include our newly launched BizDev Mastermind offering, which is consulting services for companies looking to hire and grow using a business development manager. You can visit that site at bizdevmastermind.com. In addition, I wanted to announce the Property Management Mastermind Annual Conference going on in Las Vegas, March 234 at the Mirage Hotel in 2020. Visit the website at pmmcon.com. If you sign up for the conference and both add-on seminars, you'll get a 10% discount. I look forward to seeing you in Las Vegas. Lastly, be sure to find us on Facebook to join the conversation of over 6,000 members in the Property Management Mastermind Facebook group. Property Meld is made for maintenance work automation. Property Meld will work to schedule, remind, verify completion, and follow up with your residents automatically while providing the best-in-class communication system for your ease of use, your vendors, and your tenants. Begin reducing maintenance coordination time and increasing tenant satisfaction today. Learn more at propertymeld.com. Hey, everybody. In today's episode, I have Andrew Reese on the line coming at us from Australia. And what a pleasure it is, what a privilege it is to get him on a podcast. And he's also going to be speaking at the Property Management Mastermind Conference in March of 2020. Now, Andrew is one of those guys that's come full circle. He built a management company from nearly scratch. He uh, was able to transition that into further industry development with all these different software platforms through inspectrealestate.com.au. So check him out and listen to this episode. This is one of those guys that every one of us should consider as a mentor at some point. He is the man to pay attention to and to listen to. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Property Manager Mastermind Show. I'm your host, Brad Larson. And today's guest, I have a very distinguished, high-roller VIP named Andrew Reese. And he is a household name coming out of Australia. And there's just so much to go on with him. I am so happy and lucky to have him on the show. Andrew, how are you today? Very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm doing good. So I was giving your uh, your guy there, Daniel, such a hard time earlier. I said, give me something fun about Mr. Andrew. And, and he says, well, he's a big fan of Yoda from Star Wars. I'm like, no way. Everyone's a Star Wars fan here. So love to hear it. And uh, without further ado, give us a quick intro about yourself just to kind of let the know. I mean, keep in mind, these are Americans. So we're kind of simple minded, right? We're not as worldly as the Australians. We don't know necessarily who you are. So we got to introduce you to the audience. So please give us a, a few minutes. Yeah, that's fine. I'm a uh, accountant by trade. So I did accounting at university because my dad told me to. And then I started being an accountant for uh, realtors or real estate agents and actually was involved in bringing the Remax franchise to Australia. So in about 96, 97, I toured Denver, went to all the management training that Remax had. That was sort of my entry into the real estate industry, primarily as an accountant for the real estate industry. And then rather than telling them what to do, how to do it, I decided to open up my own agency which we kicked off with 31 properties under management, and we grew that to 1,756, purely just property management, lettings, 
uh, build a team of 33 um, over that 10-year period. And during that time, um, my brother-in-law, who was working with Boeing in Seattle, uh, was making some software for us with an access database. And that software then sort of grew, uh, and I had a lot of my competitors or other agents in the, in the area ask could they have a version of that software. So we ended up uh, selling our management rights uh, and closing pro-rentals and then starting uh, an online software business just for the real estate industry. Okay, good. I'm going to pause you there. I'm going to pause you there yeah. because we've got to get some background. That's a lot, man. we we got to start digging into that because that really made you the person you are today to give us inspectrealestate.com. So I encourage everybody to kind of go there right now, inspectrealestate.com.au. Okay, that's, that's how we reach you. And I was digging through the website earlier. It's got a lot again there, man. There's a lot to talk about. So first, let's give some background. So you have been, you, you've been cajoled or bribed or talked into speaking at the Property Management Mastermind Conference in March of 2020 in Las Vegas. So you are one of our marquee speakers there. Bob and Dixie Walters were able to broker the, uh, the meeting between us. So I really appreciate their effort to get me in touch with you and have you sign up for this conference. You're flying in, you're speaking that, that first uh, Monday afternoon, you're going to be speaking at us. And so we're very excited to have that portion. That ties into some of the stuff we're going to talk through and some of the props. And so I wanted to just give that background of who you are with the website. And of course, you're speaking at our conference. And so backing up, I want to say one little story. And I was telling Daniel this too, is I listened to you, no kidding. It must have been a hundred times. With Masterclass 2011, you did this recording about the portfolio management model that you used to do at Pro Rentals. And I seriously have no, I'm no kidding, a hundred times. That way I, I could learn by it. And then we adopted that whole model. I mean, practically to the letter at my business here in RentWorks in San Antonio and Austin. And so that was uh, how we compensated portfolio managers for years is basically that exact model. So you've been an inadvertent, distant mentor of mine for a long time. And so, okay, now with the online virtual hugging out of the way, let's get back to it. So the pro rentals, you, you grew that puppy to 1700 doors and then you ended up doing something different. Keep going from there. Yeah, so uh, it was born out of, again, out of uh, what we're doing at ProRentals. And when you follow through and, you know, property management's a very process-oriented systems, a lot of repetitive tasks, so it lends itself for software. So where Inspect Real Estate is today, we now have 107 in our team, over 2,500 offices across Australia, New Zealand, uh, and the UK that use our variety of different products. And, of course, when I come uh, in March, it would be fantastic to meet and understand how things are done in the US market. So I'm very much looking forward to that that trip. And also Cameron Uaz, uh, another one of my long-term uh, uh, friends, is also going to be there. So it's going to be a great, great week because he's another um, strong practitioner, just won a massive award for the least number of days vacant. So uh, he's, he's built another great business um, just himself with policies and procedures. So Cameron will be fantastic as well to be there. 2,500 offices. That's, what, that's how many you guys are in part of. And I yes, think people need, product, yeah. people need to understand. So I'm going to put this in kind of American terms here because you're looking through your site, you have 12 different types of ancillary businesses inside of inspectrealestate.com.au. And that's, that's what I could count. There might be more than that that you'd, I don't know about. But one of them is like maintenance. And so you have maintenance. Uh, we're going to, have to talk about this word inquiry. It's an inquiry, okay, with an I. You guys are using an E for some reason. I, we're going to have to talk about that. I'm going to pull out a dictionary and show you it's really an I, but I'll give you a hard time about this later. Uh, Keyware, right. which is cool. Um, yeah. So let me back up. Maintenance and, and talk me through some of that because I want to try to equate this to the American market. So if I could, maintenance might be something to similar like a property meld or a work scheduling 
platform. Kind of talk me through the maintenance side there. Yeah, again, when I was an agency principal, I was blind to the number of work requests that we had from tenants, to whether the tradesman had actually done a quote, had um, actioned it, whether the landlord had approved it. So all it, all it is is basically a simple workflow. And every time something moves along, a status changes. And so whether it's the owner approving the, the request through their portal, whether it's the tenant reporting it, so we capture it all and then just track it. So um, uh, what we call a lot of our products are trackers and, and it gives you the indication at any point in time, if you froze time, where is your, your maintenance at? And at ProRentals, I didn't, you know, we, we were blind to, you know, is there leaky taps going on? Has, has someone actioned it? Have we got approval? And you just get a report every day that just shows you exactly a snapshot of your maintenance. So essentially, I mean, without naming all these little businesses inside of here, it seems like you have a tracking mechanism for almost all facets of management. Is that a good way to kind of paraphrase it? Yes. Okay. Because you have one, for example, as move me in, right? That's a great, I'm sure that's a great app to where it helps people move in and you might help with utility placement or. That's correct. Okay. And then you have key tracker, which might be something similar to uh, getting a rekeyed or something along those lines. Yeah, it's actually hanging behind me. So what what that is, I'll just grab one of them. Oh, that's cool. If someone was to grab a set of keys and run out of the office, you don't know where they are, right? So this is a little antenna on top. So when you take it off the board, uh, it sets off an alarm to make sure that their key is properly checked out. And then to put it back on, you just put it back on. Uh, if you don't know where it belongs, you just run over here, put it up over here. That'll then tell you which key that needs to go on, which is the blue one. And then the keys basically check back into the system. So at any point in time, you know where all your keys are. And you even have a pretty good section that I, I bet is pretty robust is the PM property books. Yes, that's sort of an online brochure and flyer. Yep. Again, just a way of trying to you know market yourself better to um, the market of what you're doing to actively find tenants. And tell me more about the business development. So what we do here at the Mastermind as well, we have a biz dev mastermind section where we're essentially putting out the playbook for RentWorks and how we've grown over 1,100 doors in three plus years just by all kitchen table type presentations. So tell me kind of what you guys are doing there because that's very fascinating. Yeah. So basically, it's the same thing as like the tracker software. You may get inquiries off your website, maybe the phone. Um, you may meet a landlord. Where are they all at? So it gets loaded into the system and the status changes. And so then you as an agency principal know where all your leads are at. There's two, two issues that you have if you're trying to grow your business. One is if you don't have enough leads or two, you're struggling to convert them. So what we try to do also is generate leads. One of the ways is I, I assume that um, are you management only or do you do any sales? We do sales. Yeah. Your sales, excellent. So what happens is as that sales inquiry comes off the portal, for example, normally it goes to a salesperson, but we can also spin it across to the software and it responds automatically saying, thank you very much for your inquiry. Are you looking to buy this property for investment purposes? We actually scan all the emails to try and find keywords that may relate to being an investor. That then is also responded from the business development or the new business section. So you start getting leads automatically through the system and you just basically track them through that process. And, and each time, as you know, it's a very, property management can be very repetitive, similar type messaging. So it's, it's all structured that just works in the background for you. So, so good. So kind of all this background gives our audience an understanding that you know what the hell you're talking about because you built a management company, you sold the management company, and now you're basically putting in services and, and products that service the management company from start to finish from every single facet that i can see you have a solution for that to assist in the manner that we're talking about now the the meanings might be different the language might be different as far as you know what it is but we have similar stuff here and you have similar stuff there it seems to be all under one umbrella which is kind of cool 
we have very fragmented type vendors that we work with here in the States. So if you want a CRM, such as your BDM platform, which is our contact resource management platform, you go to one vendor, you want maintenance, you got to go to another vendor, you got uh, Keyware, another vendor, move me in, key tracker, sales, lease tracker, all these different things. We have to go to segmented vendors. And then it's never quite tied into each other very well. You know, that's the challenge is uh, the workflow platform. We just don't have it very well yet here in the state. So it's a, it's, you know, here's the rule of thumb. I've always been heard. I've always heard about the Australians is we're 10 years behind them. And so when I first got introduced through Kevin Knight, who's been there a couple of times to, to, to speak at Bob Walters conferences with LPMA, uh, they always came back and said, well, yeah, the U S is 10 years behind the Australians. And uh, I'm starting to see why. I mean, really digging into your to your stuff. So, having said all that, this relates nicely into your presentation coming up. And so, you might have a rough outline or what you want to talk about. And uh, you do have a couple deliverables that we may want to go over here. Got playing cards. I got a pretty nice, awesome book that you wrote called "The Flight of Pro Rentals." And then these playing cards are something else. I mean, these are slick. So, uh, I want you to give us a few minutes to talk about the, what you plan on discussing at the conference and how these tie in. Yes. Well, number one, uh, I don't sell from the stage, okay? So the whole presentation for everybody is about what we do to ProRentals. So don't be thinking I'm going to try and sell people software. That That's not the case, right? Okay. Um, so the most important thing is, I suppose, to, to go through what we discovered from going from 31 to 1700, the stuff that worked and the stuff that didn't work. I try to do the presentation like if I was sitting in the audience and what I want to know if I was in those sort of shoes. So it's a bit like I cover what we did to sell the business and the mistakes we made. And, and within that, I, I try and pitch it like I would love it if I was about to sell my business what this guy went through and what he learned. Okay, so that's the whole whole basis. Then everyone gets sent a link, which has got all the position descriptions, all the checklists, all the guides. Um, uh, it, it's a mountain of paper this March, which is all the stuff that we used. Um, some, of the, some of the examples, like here is... Um, uh, this is a vacate pack, okay? So what happened was is that tenants used to come into office, hand in a set of keys, right? And then supposedly, you know, no one wrote it down. Someone sent an email to say someone. So we came up with this envelope, right? So when the tenant returns the keys and the remotes and they sign here the date and time, we then photocopy it, hand them a copy. It's, it's actually a procedure around it. So more importantly also is how this was built. So what happened was is that we first started, we were losing keys and remotes. And then we came up with the idea rather than, you know, always trying to do things we never got around to. We came up with these things called do meetings. So on a Wednesday at two o'clock, we all sat down in a room and we'd work on this for one hour and then we'd finish it off the next week. So we, first meeting, we just basically planned everything we're going to do and then we just did things for that one hour. And you're going to get basically 10 years worth of do meetings, all the procedures, all the, all the products, because my, my aim is to try and speed up the process of the pain that we went through for 10 years. Nobody should have to go through that. There's a lot of stuff there that's that's key that can be put in place into the businesses straight away. So that's what I really try and do. Awesome. So the, the term do meeting, I've stolen that from you. I've, we, we've used that here in the office a bunch of times. Uh, we're going to sit down and have a do meeting. So you, no one's going anywhere. You're going to sit there and do the work right there in front of us and uh, go through it with questions. Now, that's um, it's, it's neat that you're going to be able to, to give us that kind of synopsis and speed up our process and, and kind of go through the mistakes that you made and the, the, the things that you've changed. But, you know, there's going to be some things that people want to be able to follow up with you on. They're going to want to say, well, how can we use some of your services or how can we get some of your, how can I get some of those envelopes? I'll order, you know, I'll order a hundred of those envelopes right now because those things will help our businesses here in the States 
And so don't be afraid to tell us what you have to offer. I mean, it's okay to, to sell a little bit. People want to know what you have. And I'm, I'm very curious about how these playing cards that you have are working out because I, you sent me a, a stack of 52 or 58 playing cards and there's a, there's a neat little tidbit on each one of them. So please hit me up on this. Yeah, so the purpose of that is, again, if you want to try and grow your business, often you'll struggle, what are you meant to do? So the idea being is you get to work, um, you to try and get them open, really, and you shuffle them, yeah, and um, uh, give it a bit of a shuffle, yeah, then you open it up, and what's that one? That one's the king of King, king of, of spades. Clubs. Yeah. Clubs, so, yeah. you know, this one I just found here, which is the um, ace, sorry, the five of spades, and basically it says to grow your um, multiple property referral network. So, again, John McGrath said something to me at a conference years and years ago. He says, it's much easier to find one person that can hand you 10 properties is finding 10 separate people. So I took that on board. I used to walk around onto building sites and say hello to the builders and ask, do they want a free evaluation or appraisal for when they go to sell it to investors? Now, that particular one person who I um, met, Alan Larkin, on site, then became my biggest client 10 years later, right? The guy would build blocks and buildings and he would refer everybody to us purely because I took the time and met him, walked onto site years and years ago. So um, that's the multiple referral network. So what our BDMs used to do is that... Um, they would foster their list and then I'd pay them $10 for every single appointment they would go see a multiple referrer, okay, even if they're just going for coffee because if your month isn't going so well and you didn't have a lot of opportunities, all of a sudden if you ran around and did 50 appointments in the last three days, right, they're going to get a bonus of $500 but 50 appointments then lead to lots of new business. So that referral network is key. When we actually shut ProRentals, one of the team members who worked for me, Lauren Robinson, who now has rental results, actually Alan Larkin then went, and was her referrer, and she's now built over 400 new doors purely from that referral source. She was the one who kicked, kicked her business off, right? So that, 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 and those people then know other people, and so it's that, that's what the five of spades is. So really that's what the cards are about. Each one of them is a, is a tip to sort of, sort of follow up. So, and also I'll be giving to you, I found something uh, a week or two ago. We recorded in the early days a lot of um, how to make an outstanding uh, bond call or vacate or chasing money and maintenance. So we recorded all those. And I've found them, and uh, Dan's put them on a link now, so that'll also be in the training link for everyone that turns up. So there's lots of scripts and dialogues. Also, how we would uh, try and uh, build the business by having call nights, where we would all sit there and ring all our landlords and ask for more business. So all the scripts there, all the promotions, all the all the how-to of what we did. That'll all be for everyone who attends. Outstanding, and and I love it because I think we're going to have a pretty good audience, and we're going to we're targeting 300 attendees. And uh, having red meat, which is I'm a big fan of. I'm not a motivational speaker guy. I don't expect you to take your shoes off and walk on hot coals anytime soon. It's one of those where we want the red meat. Now, I want you to talk a little bit about the calculators. Now, I I noticed those on your website. Kind of give me the background of those and kind of how those work. Yeah. So, again, the theory of how it first started, as when I was an accountant for the real estate industry, I would meet with, you know, a broker owner of of a business and I'd say, okay, well, if you've got 100 doors, this is how much you make. What would it be like if you got 500 doors? What would be the outcome of that? And then what's 1,000? And what really did for me to how to get in the industry, I put in my own calculator, 10,000. And at that time, the value of that business was $33 million. And I thought, sweet, that's something that I can really aspire to and aim to. But um, the calculators help you as a, as a principal set yourself your goals. You can look at the, what, what impacts sensitivity analysis of putting more managements on. And then also the flip side of the calculators are, if you're a property manager and you want to attain a certain amount of income, well, how many doors do you have to look after? So there's two sides. There's one for the principals and one for the property managers that will run through. And the great thing for, you know, uh, the people attending that event, when I first kicked off, there was nothing like this in the market, so I had to make it up, right? And so, therefore, 
with the power of hindsight, I was able to put together the calculators and help the industry to play with the right mixes and numbers because, um, you know, they, they can work out what numbers suit themselves where I just picked it up and made it up and, you know, went, went, went from there. But the so calculator gives you the tools. The calculators are just an indication side effect of the level of professionalism that we have seen in Australia. And where does that equate? It's the multiples you guys are selling at. And, mm. you know, that's something that has not really, you know, gotten to us here in the U.S. I mean, if you had to throw a multiple out there for people, what people are trading property management companies at, uh, maybe you're comfortable in seeing kind of what you've done in the past or have, have seen in the past, not necessarily what you have done. But give me some numbers of what you're seeing for what property management companies are selling for over in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. So, first of all, to understand how the multiple works. Simple maths, if you bring in $1,000 management fees over 12 months, then it gives a multiple value or one times. So an accounting firm, for example, in Australia, if you have a client brings in $1,000, you can sell that client for one times earning $1,000. So the idea you're meant to get the money back within a year, right? Property management is fantastic because here the average multiple in Brisbane is around three times. So that means if you've got a property that is bringing in $1,000, and most of them on average will bring in around $1,500. So each one of them is for three times, which is nearly $5,000. Now, you got to remember when I first started, which was back in the 90s, the multiple was only like a dollar, dollar, twenty, dollar, forty. So over time, as the industry's got more professional, then and then the values increased. Same things happened in New Zealand, right? So to give you some numbers, back before that first kicked off, it was only around the dollar. They're now into the twos and the, and getting towards the threes. So it will happen because if you look at it, it's security of income, it's it's great tenure, it's brilliant cash flow, and there becomes a value. Of it, right? So if I was to hand you my thousand um, managements, you want that income and you'll pay for it. And then the market starts to determine what that multiplier is. We're starting so, to see that. Uh, yeah, def definitely. And again, in Sydney, they're meant to be four and to fives. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay. I got to sit down for that one. So we're sitting maybe one to two times. You know, that two times is probably a pipe dream for a lot of us. And, I, you know, we're not, a lot of us are not have uh, any inclination of selling anytime soon. But a part of it is, I go through this whole drill with you to explain that you have the financial calculators, you have all these tools in place and procedures in place to make it more professional, to make the business more valuable. It's one step in front of the other to get to that end state of making your business worth more money. And that's where we are still kind of trudging along here in the industry and just trying to get that professionalism up to where our businesses as a whole in our entire industry are getting traded at a higher value, uh, which you know, a lot of it, if we really want to go deeper, it's because of legislation. It's because of the, the way that your tenants are treated versus our tenants. You guys can't charge them anything. You can't even look at your tenants wrong. You get thrown in jail. Um, you know, we can charge late fees and we can do different things and we can make it a bit more of a revenue generator. It's just a different mindset that's been adopted over there versus here. But man, triple times, four times revenue in Sydney. That's just, that's baffling. I mean, and oh, yeah. from what yeah. I hear, you get people lined up around the street to buy these puppies. Do banks finance rent rolls in the U.S.? They can. You can even go get a yep. small business administration loan, like a government loan to do that. It's just, you're buying pie in the sky. You know, you're buying, you're buying blue sky, they say. So it's a little bit tougher to get those bank loans, but it is possible. So tell me about your experience with that. Yeah, well, I think that's probably what drives the valuation so high in Australia is because the, the largest rent roll lender is Macquarie and they'll lend 60% against the value of the rent roll. Wow. Okay. And so, so therefore, I think that's really helped get the value up. Uh, traditionally, when I first kicked off, they would lend around 40%. And then, you know, a lot more of the banks got involved and they're 50 to 60% of the value of the, of the business. Well, we're so starting as a to... result, um, if you can get funding, then people can buy um, managements. And there's definitely the sweet spot 
you know, like if you're at a level of 300 doors and you think, all right, well, if I get another 150, then I can put structures in place. So I go from me being on the tools to now being able to be out there growing the business. So there's a lot of efficiencies that start to, to, to gain as well. So one of the best things to do, we, we, we bought eight rent rolls at Perinals along the path, is that we would get to know our competitors who were smaller, who you knew needed an exit strategy. So you just got to know them because buying a property management business is not like buying a fish and chip shop. One day you're operating it, next day I am. You work together as you hand over those files and 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 you have. there's also a period of retention that exists. I don't know if that's in the US where if the management's lost, you get a refund. So both parties work together. And part of our strategy, again, trying we wanted to get to a thousand as fast as we can because we knew we could put in a better structure, and an acquisition was a good way to do that. Awesome stuff. I mean, we're getting on the high level stuff there. You know, we're talking venture capital money over here in the U.S. and all kinds of good stuff. Property managers, are you looking to add more doors? If so, you're not going to want to miss the BizDev seminar in Atlanta on January 21st at the Hilton Airport. Attendees will learn the RentWorks playbook responsible for adding more than 1,100 doors in just three years. We aren't gurus, we are the doers. And on January 21st in Atlanta, we're going to teach you how to do what we've done. Brad Larson, Scott Brady, me, Brian Hughes, Lead Simple, and Property Manager websites will all be speaking at the BizDev Seminar, just to name a few. Learn actionable information that you can implement into your business immediately. We give you the roadmap, all you have to do is execute. Get your tickets for the BizDev Seminar in Atlanta on January 21st now at bizdevseminar.com. That's bizdevseminar.com. Let me go back to the tactical level, kind of swing back around. Um, what I understand, you first started this thing as more of a showing service, like like the software to show the properties and to work with uh, tenant inquiries to where you could line them up to see the home. Is that kind of where it started with the real, with the software and then just kind of grew from there? Yeah, first of all, it's keys. And my first Sunday, uh, we bought the 31 properties and they were in an ice cream bucket. So we drove around, knocked on all the doors. And my brother-in-law had just done a footy tipping access database to control the footy tips for all the Boeing employees. And I saw that and I thought, that's cool tech. Can you track my keys? So once you track the keys, then we just started adding the things on. The, sh- the showings, how that worked, is my team used to just sit there on the phone, ringing people back, playing table tennis, all that sort of stuff. So rather than them doing administrative work, I just said, when are you available? So they're available between 10 and 7, six days a week. So I just put the diary up online, and then we offered times, and then the property seeker just booked directly in. So rather than my team sitting behind a desk, they are out showing, constantly showing. And so also I knew where they were, no longer were they just out doing showings or viewings. I knew exactly where they were. I controlled their time. Um, there is you, you, the qualification. People said, oh, well, you didn't qualify people. I'm like, wow, they'll lie. They want to see the property anyway. If you're showing enough property and got enough volume coming through, we let 405 properties in one month with that system. Wow. Purely because we just stood back. you got to remember we started off our first month was we let three. So we went from three to 405 because we took control of the team's time. So they weren't sitting at the desk because you can't, you know, you had to be out showing the properties. And so everything led from that. We then started sending messages to owners to give them an update, you know, to, to advise tenants had they been successful by text and just process the whole thing. So so one of the things that, you know, I'm going to ask you this question. Maybe there's something I'm going to ask you this and then make a comment. So the question is, and think about this, is there anything that you see in your market that we don't have? And so what I'm going to preface that with, we have something that we like to use with vacant home showing. So we do unaccompanied vacant home showings where we, we can set somebody up and go through a system. There's several, three, four vendors in the States that we can do this with. Uh, do you guys have anything like that? 
No, at the moment, agents will still chart themselves, primarily because you have to be licensed to show a property. So even if you just do a vacant home showing, you give the tenant a lockbox code, could you let them in the property? That doesn't happen here yet. Doesn't happen. Okay. So that's kind of been- an open house where one agent will stand and then allow 15 other groups to come through. I, I kind of wish we would do that more because that, that creates the, the FOMO, that creates the, the fear of missing out, that creates the, the sense of urgency. Um, you know, I, I, I would love to see that in hot markets. You know, that works very well. In most of the U.S., they're, they're just not hot enough. I mean, we can rent stuff within three weeks, four weeks. You know, that's pretty average. Um, but most markets are not to where, you know, you put it up and three days later, you have 10 applications. Maybe that's the case for a lot of places there, but I like the organization of an open house. That's really neat because you can just focus everybody to show up between 10 and 7 on a Saturday, and then you have one or two people watching the house, letting them in, letting them out, giving them applications or giving them directions. So I could see that working out well. Anything that you may have that we don't have? Oh, that's that's a tricky question. I know it. So I wanted to give you a few minutes to think about it because, you know, just for example, those two little differences on the showings between us, you know, what our trending is and what your trending is, it's it's kind of a neat neat deal there. How how is the industry in sharing? I think, you know, again, uh, we're trying to expand the UK at the moment. So we've got eight team members over there, and someone asked me what was the difference between Australia and the UK, and I said I think that the industry in Australia stands up and tells everyone what we have done. And it's a sharing, right? Where often people will keep those cards to their chest and not really share what's working. So my number one competitor is, and when I was Rental Express, Chris Rolls, he came up with some amazing things with Google. He actually was the one who came up with the booking system first, right? But I found out about that copy that he copied my pay system. So there were just different sharings that we did. And as a result, our business got better and so did our industry. So how many owner managers are there in the US? Like people who manage their own well, that's a tough question. I mean, what we what we do somewhat know is there's roughly 220,000 property managers in the U.S. and roughly five or 10,000 of them are members of the National Association of Residential Property Managers. Then there's IRAM that's out there. There's a couple others, you know, that are out there and some are members of nothing. But to give you kind of an answer, the sharing is not as good as it could or should be. Uh, there's a lot of online forums like our Facebook group that's opened up that's created a lot of sharing. And some people do kind of keep that a little closer to the vest because our main competitor, this is the difference between our market and yours, our main competitor is the SMIPO, the self-managing individual property owner, the for rent by owner, the individual landlord that's managing their own property. That's our number one competitor. It's not each other, right? I'll be happy to share with my competitors. In fact, I do an annual symposium in my market to bring all the good property managers into my office or anybody's office. I don't care. And I say, this is what we're doing here. This is what we're doing here. That way I'm not the lone Indian out there taking arrows in the back. You know, I don't want to be the first guy through the door. I want to be going through the door together. You know, let's all kind of get to a certain point to where if we have a program that works for the entire market, everybody potentially may want to copy that. And we're not, we're not fee gouging or anything weird like that. It's just, I have this program. You all should maybe look at it and take a, take an idea at it. I'm going to send you this script that you can share with everybody and uh, we'll do a bit of role play. Um, I'd like you to be uh, the owner of the property. So if you're trying to find a tenant yourself. And how would you do that? Do you like put your property on, you know, a, a portal or a site? How do you how do you advertise if you're an owner trying to find a so if a, I'm a, a, if I'm an owner trying to do it myself because I don't like Brad Larson, I'm going to try and do it myself. Uh, yes. I'm trying to do like either militarybyowner.com or yeah. maybe they could sneak it into Craigslist somehow. Uh, maybe even there's some Facebook Marketplace they can do, but essentially they're doing you know the underground back sites. And so what that will attract is the less than desirable tenant 
even though they think they can do it themselves and they have no screening processes, they don't have lease agreements, et cetera. So you know the deal. Yep. So what we'll do is a call. So in, in Australia, if you were an owner manager, you'd put it on Gumtree, okay, or, or some sort of secondary site, okay? Um, let's make the call. So you're the owner who's trying to find a tenant. I'm going to ring you. Okay? All right, let's do it. So ring, 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 ring. Hey, how you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, my name's Andrew. I'm ringing about the property that you've got for rent. Can you tell me a bit about it? Yeah, it's a four-bedroom, two-bath, uh, two-car garage going for about $1,800 per month. And uh, we're looking to get it rented. It's ready now. Okay. Um, can I bring a pet? Is the pets allowed? Uh, pets are allowed if it's not like a pit bull or something weird. And we don't, you know, service animals, we don't take them. Okay, cool. When's the next time you're showing it or when, when can I come have a look? Ooh, I'm out of town until like this weekend. Today's Monday. I won't be back again until like Friday afternoon to see it. Okay, cool. So I could come past Friday and have a look? Yeah, most likely, yeah. Excellent. Well, my name's Andrew. As I said, I'm actually a property manager realtor with um, Larson Property Management. And I was just wondering if I could come past while you were showing that property and uh, give you some tips and hints on how to rent it. I've actually got a pack that I've put together, which has got some guides in finding good tenants and a couple of things that I could probably help you with. Is it possible I come past three o'clock on Friday when you're there showing it? Are you going to charge me anything for this? No, let's come out and chat. You're give just going to come out and chat with me for free? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Why not? I mean, can't no skin off my nose there. Let's come on by three o'clock. Excellent. So now I've got to meet you, right? So I turn up at the property. First thing as I do is I drive in and I say, oh, gee, it's a bit hard to find. You should have a for rent sign at the front. You know, you really should have a for rent sign. And then I'd wander around and I'd put my hand under the oven and I'd get all the dirt on it and say, gee, the place is quite dirty. You know, if you really want to rent it, you need to have it really clean well. Here's a good name of a cleaner that you should use, right? And I start giving them some hints. Now, how much are you trying to get for it? You know, this is the time of year. It's a bit slow at the moment. Um, but how about if, if you want to, I will um, list the property and I'll add my fee to the top. And if I find a tenant that meets your approval competing against you, and, and if I win the business, will you let me manage it? So my home's going, it's listed right now for 1800 I mean, what do you think yep. it could go for? Well, I'll try to get whatever price. I can add my fees. So if you want 1800 and my fee's 200 a month, if I can get 2000 can I manage it for you? Yeah, I, I think that's a win because I'm still getting 1800 right? That's correct. And you then get a professional manager looking after it. And these are things I can do. I'd also hand them a pack. Now, if you didn't say yes at the spot, I'd say, well, do you know somebody else that may be looking for a property manager? You know, do you have a family member or work colleague? I've got you now on my list and I just start ringing and harassing you. I love that, it. That's, that's, I'll send you the script so you can share with your uh, users. I love it. All that mapped out. Yeah. That's uh, so the sort of the, stuff I'm going to try and cover. That's the kind of stuff that we do at the Business Development Mastermind. When we are putting on our biz dev seminars, we go through the high-level pricing down to the scripts and dialogues like that, down to the take your shoes off of the front door. I mean, it really gets that detailed to really walk our, our uh, business owner colleagues and also their staff members that they bring to the seminar. I love that type of stuff. And, yeah, you know, I can see where you're going with it. And, you know, it's really hard to say no, even though I know where you're going with it, because if you can manage my property, you know, air quote for free, or at least to give me the same net that I was advertising at it before, this is a no brainer. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? And also because we then bring the power of our showing service, the power of all the major portals, our own tenancy database, we bring all that to the table. Yeah, I back myself to find a tenant faster than the owner. That's good stuff. That's why you were the king of growth. That's why you grew up to 1,700 doors pretty darn quick. That's a good, <laughs> Two good things. one. You either got enough, not enough leads or not enough conversion, right? So you've got to work out where your problem is. You either got to put on more leads or convert them. Very good stuff. 
Well, what else can you tell me about your presentation coming up at the Mastermind Conference in March? Um, so it's it's really the why it's called the flight of Rentals is it covers that whole time of trying to start and what's required. You know, if you you know just at the moment, as you're probably aware, Qantas have just flown from New York all the way to Sydney, twenty hours, right? Big massive flight, longest flight in the world. Now that takes preparation. Um, there's also issues that you experience along the way, and I try to equate it as a flight because people get that in their head to the same experiences that we had. And for example, when we hit the big fact that, you know, I had one credit card, I filled that one up, and then my second credit card, I filled that up, and then my third, and I was staring down the barrel going broke, what then we did to overcome that, right? That it hasn't been easy. And the funny thing is that everyone who's at that event, if they've managed less than 1,700 properties, I've also managed the same number as them. So I've experienced the same issues and pain and all that sort of stuff. So it, it's, it's by sharing those things, and again, you know, you, you already worked this out, but the percentage payment that we adopted to pay our team changed the business. That's the biggest take-home for the people who attend is that embrace it. It really does work. It revolutionised our business and it also then gives the people the how-to to do it so they can put it in place, go calculate it at home and figure it out. I always take, the- I took a lot away from that discussion, just just in that little nugget of discussion you put on there about the incentives. You know, incentivize your team somehow, either through their regular payroll or through you know, gimmicks and gifts and prizes and awards. I mean, you got to have some sort of incentives for your team because if you're looking at fast growth and in the dump truck analogy, right? You guys love that dump truck analogy. And and in fact, I took that to heart and I built several Lego dump trucks with my son and I put those in my office. There's one over here. And to where the concept is, if somebody backs up to your front door and dumps 200 management agreements on you, are you ready for that? And how will your team, how will your team react to that? Are they going to groan and give you a fake smile and say, yeah, that's okay. I can manage it. Or are they going to be excited and say, heck yeah, boss, let's go. Because I know we're going to make a little bit more because of that as a team. And that's, I mean, it may not be, it may not be money motivated. We always hear the talk of millennials. They're not money motivated. Well, they might, might be success motivated. They might be, you know, Time off motivated. Those are the types of things that you just have to kind of find in your company environment. Yes, everybody knows I hate the word culture, your company environment. And so that's where you have to kind of find and how it fits in. So I'm very excited to have you speak at the Mastermind Conference. I know you uh, I know you can deliver. I've heard it many times. Bob Walter spoke very, very highly of you. And I really appreciate him being able to broker this meeting. Uh, so we don't want to give away too much more. Anything last minute comments you want to make about the uh, upcoming presentation? Well, I, I love that comment of yours. I also don't understand what culture is or, or, or like the word culture. Um, but to me, it's creating that environment and the platform and the opportunity. Even if your team doesn't, you know, you could say money doesn't motivate them, but to work with them to achieve a goal, such as buying their own properties, okay, that, that was a big motivator, again, within within the programmers environment. We're in property. You know, it's the normal way a farmer he doesn't send his best cow to market. He eats that with his family, right? So we, we pick the best cherries. So we're in the real estate industry. We know how to get the rent up. It's like, how can you use your skill base and then provide that opportunity and platform? So our team would then phone their landlords and ask for business, not because they wanted more money. It was because, can you help me buy a property, please? Right? Change the whole relationship. Because if I get another 30 properties under management, that will give me the income to then be able to afford to buy a property. And, and, and everything and switches. Your owners become your advocates. They want to see you then achieve that. And some of our team bought five properties, right? Yeah. From a boss, I liked it because they got in debt, right? And then they had to stay. So That's right. that, that has its flip side of it. But um, but to me, um, you know, my grandfather died in a caravan and he said his greatest regret in his life was not buying property. So it was a real big driver for me to have my team, you know, be able to have that opportunity to be able to buy property. 
Yeah, we're very excited to have you at the conference. So appreciate it. Everyone go check out inspectrealestate.com.au. Dig into his systems. Dig into those calculators. Those are darn impressive. And, uh, oh, what do we got here? It says Andrew Reese. Andrew at inspectrealestate.com.au. I think we can uh, post yeah. that in the show notes as well. Not a cheap promo for you over there, but I love it. I love it. All right, don't go anywhere. We're going to kill this recording and then get back to it. So thanks again for joining, and we'll see you next time on the Property Management Mastermind Podcast Show. Take care. This show is sponsored by the best home inspection software on the market for property managers. We endorse and use Z-Inspector as our software of choice for our team to document home inspections. We particularly like their 360 degrees camera system that produces amazing views of the interior room. Your clients will love Z-Inspector documented inspections you provide them. Visit www.zinspector.com to learn more. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode. 